Brace yourself and buckle up. You are about to hear a life-changing, history-making, world-defining message from the New Birth Podcast. Tell everybody you know, things will never be the same. Would you uh, open up your Bible apps and join me in Psalm 94, Psalm 94, verse 19. We're doing something January 10th, 11th, and 12th called the Blessing of the Bloodline Revival. Uh, I am uh, believing that uh, 2023, there will be no generational curses. Uh, I can't hear anybody. I said 2023, there will be no generational curses. Uh, January 10th, 11th, and 12th, I need you to bring your entire family to new birth. Uh, We're going to be praying over your entire family, cousins, brothers, siblings, nephews, aunts, uncles, mothers, fathers. How many of you need a blessing for your family? Uh, I've got uh, coming in uh, from uh, Toronto, Canada, Prophet Kofi Dansel on January the 10th, on uh, January 11th. Uh, will be uh, Prophet Tim Story from Los Angeles, California. Uh, And then on the 12th, Father and Son, Bishop William Murphy uh, the second and William Murphy the third uh, will be uh, breaking up. every barrier around the men in our families. I need somebody to shout hallelujah. Uh, January 10th, 11th, and 12th, make sure that you are plugged in and apart. Uh, Christmas is really about miracles. It's about miracles. Only a miracle could dictate for a virgin to give birth. Amen. How many of you need a miracle? Need a miracle? And I am grateful just last week. Pastor Lemons told you how his wife was impaired in her vision and he had to fly to go get her. And aren't you glad she's here today in worship and is able to see clearly over Uh, The last uh, two months, we have been interceding for Pastor Lemon's mother, uh, who was in severe care in the hospital in Tulsa, Oklahoma. She is with us in worship on today. Uh, And I am uh, just so grateful that miracles still take place and are in our midst. Would you just look down your row and tell your row, there's a miracle close by. There's a miracle close by. I, I need that miracle to land on me. There's a miracle close by. Uh, if you'll uh, uh, make sure that you're in Psalm 94 verse number 19. Psalm 94 verse 19. Let's read it together. Psalm 94 verse 19. Let's read it together. When anxiety was great within me, Your consolation brought me joy. I want you to declare it again. Put a little bit more fervor and energy behind it. When anxiety was great within me, your consolation brought me joy. I want to say it another way. Instead of consolation, let's use the word encouragement. Come on, everybody. When anxiety was great within me, your encouragement brought me joy. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. I want to preach for a little while today on this uh, Christmas morning uh, using as a subject, I'm not happy with the way things are. 
I'm not happy with the way things are. Would you look at the person beside you? Tell them what I'm preaching about, please. <coughs> I'm not happy with the way things are. Ladies and gentlemen, a few years ago, PBS debuted a documentary on the destructive nature of gambling. The one hour special, which is now streaming on YouTube, is entitled Understanding Joy. Understanding Joy. If you got anybody in your family who is dealing with gambling addiction, I need you to watch it. I want your family to watch it. And I want your loved one to see it. Understanding Joy. It's a profile of a 57-year-old woman whose gambling addiction has abducted her ethical code and has held hostage her moral fiber to such an extent that she embezzled $700,000 from the company whose records she was paid to keep. She embezzled $700,000, I need you to hear this, in order to gamble. While awaiting sentencing, the documentary finds her in a room with her children. She finds it hard to explain her mental abrasions as to what led her to this slippery slope of dysfunction. Experts are summoned in to assess her symptoms and actions to which it is quickly surmised that she has an addiction and is long overdue for intervention. There's a neurobiological evidence that supports that sometimes things happen in the mind that is driven towards acquiring the next high. Whether that's through drinking, gambling, shopping, posting, or sexing. What was most confounding is that the central subject of the documentary's name is joy who is now serving 25 years because she had absolutely no idea what her name meant. The constitution of this country encapsulates our dysfunction when you can get no further than the preamble which states, we hold these truths to be self-evident that all people are created equal and have the inalienable rights of life, liberty, here it is, and the pursuit of happiness. So scores are seeking happiness when they should be going after joy. Joy comes from within. And therefore, who you are and where you are and not who you are with or what you have. Joy is only a problem for people who have very little of it. Joy is probably the most neglected emotion. And 
That's why the apostle explains that it is unexplainable. It's the warm feeling of being in the right company, seeing progress, observing another success. Might I note to you today that being raised in a home with no joy forces you to suppress smiles. You become skeptical of people who have authentic laughter. Being in a marriage where there's no joy makes all the food lukewarm. It makes the sheets cold. It's out of short-sightedness that people proclaim in a tone of immaturity, I deserve to be happy. I'm not sure that's what you really want because happiness is never what God ever promised. Happiness is the best way I can give it to you. Happiness is dependent on what's happening. Happiness is controlled by circumstances while joy is reliant on mindset. Happiness doesn't bring joy and joy is not the byproduct of happiness. Joy is a fruit of the spirit and happiness is candy for toddlers. Happiness is a nine letter word while joy only has three. And that's the only time that happiness is longer than joy. Joy is in your heart while happiness is on your face. Joy sustains while happiness is in the moment. Joy transcends while happiness reacts. Joy is in scripture while happiness is just in a song. Don't worry. Be happy. Joy is an inner feeling and happiness is an outward expression. Joy endures hardship while happiness ignores them. You can pursue happiness, but you have to choose joy. I need everybody in this room to just lay hands on yourself and declare out loud, I choose joy. Come on, say it out loud. I choose joy. Whether you got me a gift or not, I choose joy. Whether I got a tree up or not, whether there are lights around my house or not, whether you called me or not, I choose joy. Folk are looking at all of the stuff that's happening in your life and they got no idea why you are not suicidal because I woke up this morning with my mind on joy. Once I get joy in my mind, it's going to end up coming out of my mouth. I can't hear nobody in here. I need those of you who got some joy left in you after you've been through a rough and a trying and a daunting year. Would you open up your mouth with a made up mind that you still got joy? 
during the pandemic, during the pandemic, hashtag black boy joy was used 1.4 million times on Instagram. And many outside the culture didn't understand why was it trending. It's because the moment a black male is born into the world, their joy is at risk. They can be 17, drinking Arizona iced tea like Trayvon Martin. They can be 14, whistling like Emmett Till. They can be 12 on the playground like Tamir Rice. They can be 25, running like Ahmaud Arbery. They can be 28, like Takeoff. To live where you are profiled with prejudice, guilty until proven innocent, and a suspect even before you have a rap sheet. That is a lot of stress. And living with that shadow of stress from a teenager to your death will disrupt your nervous system. I want you to point your hands in the direction of any black man around you. Point your hand towards them. I speak joy over every black man. I speak joy over every black boy. I speak joy over every black millennial. I speak joy over every baby boomer. I speak joy over every Gen Z. I want to go further. I want to speak joy over the parents that raised them. I speak joy over the women who are concerned about them. I speak joy over the wives that pray for them. I declare and decree over every person who has a receptive heart that you will not be robbed of your joy. I break the spirit of anxiety and stress and worry and depression and hypertension and sleeplessness and nervous disorder. I declare joy over every person in this room. If you receive the word of God, would you shout out loud, joy! Hallelujah. You may be seated. I want you to have joy. I want you to have joy. Hallelujah. I, I want you to have joy. Thank you, Holy God. I want you to have joy. Now get your head together. I can't give it to you. You got to make it up for yourself. Hallelujah. I, I'm glad to be who I am. If, if I had to do it all over again, I needed it for me to be where I am in this appropriate season of God. I'm grateful. I don't need you to define me or to affirm who it is that I am. Before I left out of the house, I already had joy. It's hard to imagine that when David fought with Goliath, David was only between 13 and 15 years of age. Talk about having to grow up fast and furious. If anybody needed Xanax, if anybody needed a Valium, 
it had to have been David. His mentor Saul was trying to kill him. His own tribe did not support him. The people he was called to lead did not want to install him. His baby died in front of him. His daughter was raped by a man related to him. And he's got a grown son who wants nothing to do with him. That's a whole lot of pressure. That's a whole lot of stress. That's a whole lot of worry. That's a whole lot of anxiety. And people are looking around at you today wearing a Christmas sweater thinking everything is hunky-dory. But they got no idea that if a feather dropped on my shoulder, I would crumble right where it is that I am. The, the truth of the matter is I don't know how I'm keeping it together. I got no idea how I find the strength to keep going on and how I fight the tears back and how I don't become bitter how I didn't kick over tables and cuss out everybody in the family I got no idea how I still got peace when y'all keep trying to make me go to war I'm thankful for this level of joy Psalm 94 and 19 David makes a confession that I needed you to have the liberty to embrace. He said, in spite of being anointed, I am suffering with anxiety. I, anxiety is being restless, knowing that you're tired. Anxiety is losing your focus when you know you got an assignment. Anxiety is when you become irritable by people who are trying to assist you. Anxiety is when you've got unexplained pain and you don't even know what the source is. Anxiety is when you are wrapped up in worry. Do you think that when God sees you contending with all of that weight, that the sovereign God of the universe wants you just to be happy? The blessing should not be an additional burden. Why God going to give you a house and then let you get stressed out about the mortgage? Why God going to give you a fur and your heart is cold? Why God going to let you get a ring and you still running around in circles? Why is God going to give you all of that money and your family keep begging you for it? He is not trying to make you happy because he knows that that won't last. But he gives power to get wealth and he adds no sorrow to it. I don't know where it is that you are, but I want to make a de declaration to a thousand of you. The rest of you, you ain't got to shout. But I speak over a thousand of you in this room and a thousand of you who are online. 2023 is going to be the year you have more joy than you have ever had in your life. It is not going to be connected to material things or tangible things but I'm thankful for the gift of joy. I 
need you to wave that hand. God said you may not be debt free, but you will be depression free. You may not be debt free, but you will be free of anxiety. I am giving you a joy that the world can't pronounce. You may be seated. Hallelujah. You may be seated. David said, I'm anointed. I'm filled with anxiety. But it is your encouragement that brought joy out of me. It was not your cash app. It was not a new pair of shoes. God help me in here. It was not your silly text message. But if you got the gift of encouragement, and when I'm in the darkest night of my life, you can still cheer me on when I don't even believe in myself. That's what's going to bring joy out of me. Some of you will never have joy because you are connected to too many bitter people. But I declare you are surrounded by somebody that wants to see you in a joyful place. I came to kill a demon today. When you shout this next time, it is not for you. You are getting ready to give God a shout to drive out the spirit of anxiety, to drive out the spirit of depression, to drive out the spirit of worry. Look at your neighbor, tell him I I know you didn't expect it, but I'm giving give God glory for you. Not for money to come, not for a job to come, not for a house to come, but for joy to hit your life. Would you shout out loud that your neighbor will have joy like they never had? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I feel glory right through here. Hallelujah. Look at the person beside and say, you ain't even know what you really needed for Christmas. You need that weight taken off of you. You needed that burden lifted off of you. You need that demon to be killed that was attacking you. I dare you to grab that neighbor's hand and tell him it's been 12 long months, but you ain't going into the new year with this level of anxiety. I'm coming to pull joy out of you. I need a shout in this room. Would you pull on that neighbor? Come on, I said pull on that neighbor. You gotta have joy. Have joy about where you are. Have joy about what you're walking into. Have joy about what's been promised. They meant it for evil, but God is getting ready to work it out. I feel glory right here. I gotta move. But those of y'all that been having anxiety attacks, you've been under the burden of depression. You've been stressed all the way out. I need you to just come touch this altar and shout joy. Come on, I break it, I break it. I break it, I break it. I break it, I break it. I break it. 
it's just a blessing no chains over me no longer bow I can't hear nobody I said joy is coming weeping may endure for a night but by December 26 joy 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 you've been in this place long enough and the going's been kind of rough but joy is coming joy is coming joy is coming You ain't committing suicide. You ain't gonna slit your wrists. You ain't gonna jump out of that roof. You ain't gonna blow your brains out. You gotta get joy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God, I give you. I give you. I need somebody to open up your mouth. I dare you to cry out under him. I need it, I need it, I need it. Hey, there's gonna be glory after this. I need it, I need it, I need it. Hey, hey, I need it, I need it, I need it. You don't even know how long I've been unhappy. You don't know how long I've been miserable. You don't know how long I've been sucking it up. You don't know how long I've been dealing with it. I need joy. Come on, touch that altar, just declare joy. I want you to go back to your seats after you're done so. When he looked at the weight, when he looked at the weight of what you were dealing with, he looked at the burden that you were carrying. He said, in order for you to have joy, you don't need a thing. God, did you hear what I just said? With what you're dealing with, you don't need a thing. Hallelujah. A new house ain't gonna bring you joy. It may make you happy, but it ain't gonna bring you joy. He said, in order for you to have joy, you need a person. God, it got quiet right through here. And because you need a person, I'm gonna send my only begotten son. God, I can't hear nobody in here. The only way that you're miserable is that you don't even realize who you have. And unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. And his name shall be called Wonderful. Counselor. The Mighty God. The Everlasting Father. The Prince of Peace. I wish somebody would just call his name. The angels announced in Luke chapter 2, Fear not, for I bring you tidings, not of happiness. I bring you tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people in the city of David that Christ is born. 
Ladies and gentlemen, I know you thought that this wasn't no Christmas sermon. But he said, I, I wanted you to have the joy of having the best of me, which is my son. I know that this is old school right through here, but I, 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 I just need some old school saints who know, here it is, if he don't do nothing else, God, I can't hear nobody. He's done enough already. Jonathan, this is real old school. For those of y'all that are just glad to be saved and, and know that while we were yet sinners, he died. You may be seated in the presence of our God. Oh. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Joy to the world. The Lord is come. Let earth receive her king. Let every heart prepare him room. Let heaven and nature sing. This joy that I have, the world didn't give it. And the world can't take it away. God, I can't hear nobody. Those of y'all that was raised in a Pentecostal church, let me try to do you this way. I get joy when I think about what he's done for me. You, you know why I praise him like this? When I think of the goodness of Jesus and, and all he's done for me I came this to mess you up I came to give the devil an anxiety attack cause he thought with all of the crap that's going on in my life that I wasn't going to celebrate today but I got news for that old wicked devil I will enter into his gates with thanksgiving I'll enter into his courts Happiness is what's happening, but joy is my conviction. It's going to mess you up. We can have a Christmas praise party right through here. I don't want you to give God glory for what you have because you ain't got that much. I don't want you to give him glory for where you are because you don't really like where you are. But I want you to give God praise if you know that the rest of my life is going to be the best of my life. Would you give God praise? I wish I was at new birth. I wish somebody would shout right there. I wish somebody would dance right there. I wish somebody would give him glory right there. I just can't stop praising his name. He's been better to me than I've been to myself. I don't have money, but I got joy. I don't live where I want, but I got joy. My man left me, but I got joy. I'm a single parent, but I got joy. 
If you're happy and you know it, say nothing. But if you got joy, make a joyful noise. Hope you are energized that you don't need an energy drink. What you just heard should have you off and running, chasing your dreams, pursuing your purpose, and answering your call. If this was a blessing, share it with somebody else. Don't be selfish. This is what God gave you so that you can be a blessing to somebody who needs it worse.